0: Tell me if you've ever done this, you lock up a contract with a seller thinking you have a good deal, then you put it out to cash buyers in your market only to find out you overcontracted with the seller and don't actually have a good deal. Now you have to go back to the seller with egg on your face. Leave a comment if you've ever been in that awkward situation. Well on this video I'm going to show you how to ethically renegotiate bad deals with sellers into profitable deals. But first, if you don't know me, my name is Jerry Norton. With 20 years experience, I make millions of dollars a year wholesaling and flipping houses. And here on my YouTube channel, I show you how to do the same. So if you want to be a flipping genius like me and live your dream life, subscribe to my channel and watch my videos. This is a wholesale deal in Washington that we recently contracted with a seller for $350,000. Then we put it out to the cash buyer market and our highest paying buyer was willing to pay $348,000 which means we had a bad deal. Most wholesalers would back out of the contract with the seller and chalk it up to another bad deal. Not me, we went back to the seller and renegotiated the price down to 318,000, which instantly turned it from a bad deal into a $30,000 profit. Shout out to my Washington team, Chris DiGiulio and Pedro Campos. Now, before I show you how to properly and ethically renegotiate with sellers, there is a wrong way to do this. The wrong way is what I refer to as the slinging mud method. Now, mudslingers are wholesalers who intentionally lock up everything and anything with sellers at prices that are clearly not good deals, then blast out those contracts to cash buyers, hoping to find a sucker who will overpay for it. Now, mudslingers have very loose contracts with sellers that allow them to cancel the contract all the way up until closing. Many mudslingers intentionally wait until the last minute and then attempt to renegotiate on the day of closing when the seller is in the driveway with the U-Haul packed. These mudslingers have huge contract fallout rates and might only close 1 out of 10 contracts. The problem with the slinging mud method is not only is it harmful to sellers and gives the wholesaling industry a bad rap, but it quickly deteriorates your reputation with cash buyers. You become known as the wholesaler peddling overpriced bad deals, and legit buyers stop taking you seriously. Not only is it bad business, it's a lot of work and a waste of time and valuable resources. Look, there is always contract fallout, and I'm not just talking about deals that don't close because of title problems, liens, or other issues that are out of your control. There are times when you genuinely contract a property for what you believe is a good deal, only to find out it's not. Your job as a wholesaler is to get better and better at understanding your market, properly valuing properties, and knowing what buyers want and will pay for. Having said that, there will be times when you need to renegotiate. For the honest and ethical wholesalers striving to do right by sellers and buyers, let me show you how following a simple four-step process. The first step is no matter how good of a deal you have, to always communicate upfront before executing a contract with the seller that you may need to renegotiate later. I refer to this as setting proper expectations with sellers. Renegotiating is not awkward or unethical if the seller knows ahead of time. On our deal in Washington, we closed the deal virtually over the phone before seeing the property, so this is what we told the seller at the time of signing. So just to be clear, Mr. Seller, the price we are agreeing on is contingent on doing a site visit with my investors, partners, and or contractors. After seeing the property, if for some reason we gather new information about the neighborhood or the condition of the property that doesn't support our current price, I'll let you know right away and we can decide what to do from there. In other words... I may need to renegotiate the price. Now contractually, this is known as due diligence and the easiest way to set that up is with a written inspection contingency in your contract. Now don't make the contingency all the way until closing. That's what the mudslinger does and would be viewed as taking advantage of a seller and you don't need to do that anyways. You should only need a few days to find out if there are any issues and exactly what the market is willing to pay. Now I typically do anywhere from five to 10 days on an inspection clause that gives plenty of time to get market feedback. By the way, if you need a good contract to use with sellers, I'll give you mine for free. It's only the best direct-to-seller contract on the planet. Just go to wholesalercontracts.com for the free download. Now, if you close deals on appointment, you would slightly modify how you communicate upfront a possible renegotiation by saying something like, just so we're clear, Mr. Seller, the price we are agreeing on is contingent on doing an additional site visit with my investors, partners, and or contractors. After they come out to see the property and we run all of our numbers, if for some reason the value in the neighborhood is lower or the cost of repairs is higher and that new information doesn't support our current price, I'll let you know right away and we can decide what to do from there. So it's the same idea of prepping the seller ahead of time for a possible price reduction after you perform due diligence. Now, once you've prepped the seller, that moving forward is contingent upon further due diligence Step two is to market your deal to cash buyers to find out the real market value. Now, this step only works if you put in the right effort and get significant feedback. Here's how I like to dispo deals. The first 24 to maybe 48 hours, I market my deal just to VIP buyers. Now, I define a VIP buyer as an active cash buyer who recently bought a property for cash in the same local area. These are hot buyers because investors love to invest in areas where they've already previously invested. If you have a software like InvestorLift, you can instantly find VIP buyers using the Artemis mode feature. By the way, InvestorLift is the most powerful software tool for finding cash buyers for your deals. I use it in all of my markets where I wholesale. I'll put a link in the description below if you'd like to learn more about it. I also developed a free technique where I call up agents who represented flippers in the same neighborhood as my deal. I call this the neighborhood flipper method, and I did a video that explains it in detail. I'll put the link to that video in the description below, and you can watch it later. Once you connect with the VIP cash buyers, you'll learn quickly the market value. Be sure to ask every potential buyer, what price would you need to see to commit right now to buy this property? When they give you a price, ask additional questions about the after repair value, the repair costs, etc. For example, with our deal in Washington that we originally had under contract for $350,000, when we contacted VIP buyers, we were consistently getting offers for around $350,000. One buyer told us that if he could get the deal for $348,000, he would put down a $10,000 non-refundable deposit and close in one week. That's a serious buyer. Once you've established market value and ideally secured the highest paying buyer, step three is to go back to the seller to renegotiate with our deal it was an easy conversation we said mr seller after further due diligence the after repair value isn't quite as high as we hoped and the repairs are coming in a bit higher than we originally budgeted we can still proceed with buying your home but we can't pay three hundred and fifty thousand. dollars if you would be willing to do a price reduction to three hundred and eighteen thousand, we can move forward and close in one week Now, since we already prepped the seller, it wasn't awkward or offensive. In this case, the seller didn't even flinch. He said, close in one week for $318,000, done. It was that easy. Now, if the seller is unwilling to do a price reduction, they will say no or maybe counter. And by the way, I have a simple price reduction addendum that I'll give to you for free. I'll put the link in the description below for that free download. Once the seller agrees to the price reduction, step four is to go back to your cash buyer that you pre-sold to and execute an assignment agreement. And since I'm so generous, I'll give that to you as well for free. Just go to wholesalercontracts.com for the free download. All I ask in return is you leave a comment and say, thank you, Jerry, for all the free resources. You are a flipping genius. And that, my friends, is how you successfully turn a bad deal into a huge profit, but there will be situations where the seller won't renegotiate. So what do you do when that happens? Watch this next video where I'll show you how to successfully cancel a contract. Watch that now and I'll see you on the next video.